Yes. Nice. Oh, now it sounds different. Mm-hmm. Sounds legit. I can hear my voice in my thoughts. <laughs> it's so deep. It's oh, we're beautiful. about to go deep. <laughs> oh, boy. That's the, uh... That's what you gotta do when you come to random millennial yep. thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't do my homework. No. <laughs> I don't know, know what to expect. Uh, so, so do you normally follow topics with all this, or... I don't have... Is it just uh, kind of go with the flow, see what's going on? I've been doing go with the flow. Okay. Because the people I've had on are people that I have really great conversations with already. True. And it's not like... It's just someone random. Right. It's not someone that I've never met before. Right. And uh, for people that I don't know that I would like to have on, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what I'm thinking right now is just like go get like some coffee with them and just kind of shoot the shit for a minute and see if they'll be a good guest, you know? As a someone like that, we would have a topic to talk on. Yeah, you know, maybe so, poke at him a little bit. Yeah, like poke. every guest is a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, someone like you, I, we, you and me, have had so many conversations, but we get interrupted conversations. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's the same thing that happened to the first two guests. Like I would always have conversations with them at work, but it would always end abruptly. Yeah, wouldn't get anything. From you can't go into no. it. No. But now we go in. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> we could <can> clap. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> well, yeah, thanks for coming by. Of course. It's the first time I've been here. Yeah? It's nice. Good old Ken, Ohio. Yeah, your walls are made entirely of, of space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Hell yeah, dude. It's magical. It is magical. Well, it's so important to make like your home yours. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Like, it sucks when you go into someone's house and you just tell they don't take care of it. Or it's just blank just walls. Blank, There's yeah. nothing. That's how I was when I was, like, like 19. When I got just my first place boring. by myself. Oh, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> I, had a, I was a real college student. Like, I had a futon. Yeah. And, like, a 32-inch, like, TV. And, uh, yeah, that was, like, the whole living room. Wow. <laughs> nothing on the walls. No. Like, no furniture. <laughs> And then you start dating a girl, and the next thing you know, you got decor. And now you got fashion sense. Yeah, you know. I mean, I got a shrine of pets in my room. Like, there you go. You got a you lava know. lamp. You brought it back. They're five my, below, my friend. Five below. Five below, five dollar lava lamps. Ooh, is it work? Works good enough. Okay. <laughs> as long as you see the lava going. Yeah, it's it. legit. I mean, I've had that one for a while. I bought one before, and it lasts like two or three years. That's not bad. You know? Yeah, well, so... fun. I should really get those going when we do these. Like, put them on the table <laughs> or something, you know? Just make it feel like it's all loose. Yeah. <laughs> it's all fluid. It's risky, though. It's like, someone taps out the wrong way, got fucking hot lava in the carpet, <laughs> you know? Burn down the entire house. I know. That would be a good podcast to end on. <laughs> if you can post it. Grab the mic! <laughs> <laughs> Save the computer. You yeah. gotta post it. Yeah. But eventually the goal is to get into a studio. That's you know? Good. But mm-hmm. uh but all in time, patience is so key in anything. You know? So you said the whole reason like you're bringing people on that you've already had conversations with mm-hmm. at work. Um, or just in general. Or just in general. So do you have like a list of people lined up? Or just pretty much general I mean idea? my idea is to you know, I get two days off, full days off a week. Okay. And so having one of those days be a podcast day, yeah. you know, have two to four hours um, open to just kind of sit down and do it. Mm-hmm. 
And now that I've done a couple, I kind of have my little system down where, like, <laughs> you know, loading it up to things like SoundCloud, making my little True. clips, getting those thumbnails, slippers on, making sure the slippers are on, you know, <laughs> the tea's ready to go. Yep. Um, you know, it's a building process, and um, I'm still such an infant at it, but uh, but it's fun. It's fun to figure things out. It's it's fun to like not know, right? And then figure it out, and uh, yeah, it's it's getting quicker each time. You when know. you record something like that, <clears throat> I've told you about the the YouTube channel that I was running too. Mm-hmm. Just recording stuff originally and then looking back on it, like it's only been a month since I started. Just embarrassed, like, <laughs> what was I thinking? What was the point of all this? But it helps lead up to better quality. Yeah. Kind of like with all this, it's just a learning game and I keep it. You're good. It's a tapestry doll. Tapestry. I'm going to call it blanket because I just want to wrap myself in space. <laughs> like a space burrito. Space burrito. <laughs> no, I mean, when I was about to do the first one with Drew, yeah. I was just thinking, like, what can I do? Right. You know, like, what kind of setup can I have? What can mm-hmm. I create just from what I already have in the house? Right. And uh, you just take the table from the, the living room? This table actually goes in the patio. Oh, but I bring it. I brought it in, cleaned it up real good. That's um, good. Because you know you want spots for drinks and and whatever else right. stuff for the computer stuff for the mic. So um, yeah, just kind of made a little impromptu setup. Put the hue light behind the tapestry, and it's it just like it, it's it's simple, but yep. it works. Yep. And it uh, yeah, I just it kind of ties into the theme of what we're trying to do. You know, just have great conversation yeah, more exclusively with like younger people. But sure. there is some older people I definitely want to have on. Like Grandpa. Not like Grandpa. Okay, not like grandpa. <laughs> I would love to have Grandpa on. <laughs> My grandparents are awesome. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I got to be able to go deep with you. Yeah. You know, and you're not always going to get that from people that you've had relationships like that with. True. You know, sometimes there's like some regard. Just hold it back. Yeah, Just... holding it back. And I don't, I don't really want people to hold back. Mm-mm. You know, and just make it a com- a comfortable atmosphere for whoever's on. Right. You know, um, so like the last one was just a couple brewskis and they get into a little, <laughs> not a drunk talk, but a buzz no, talk. But yeah, you get and, on that uh, bro level. Yeah. Yes. You get a couple in you and you're just like, I love you, man. Beer definitely gets guys on bro level. Yes. For you me, it, for me, it's water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool though. Like I'm totally down just to have some water and tea too, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it's weird how, especially with like younger people when people are just young in general, like going to the bar yeah, and like drinking booze, like especially overpriced booze is like a thing, you know, it's... like you go to the store and buy that same bottle for what you spent on like two drinks, <laughs> right? but since you're somewhere else, they mark it up so high. Cause you're just paying for the atmosphere. Yeah. It's just the ability to have like, in, have a party, invite people over without them destroying your house. <laughs> yeah. You destroy someone else's house. So, yeah, it, in that end, I I never saw the appeal of it. Just buy, like, I'm a bargain shopper. Yeah. Just buy it and be done with it. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Like, when, uh, when I worked in the mall in a clothing store... Oh, you did? I did that right out of college for like eight, nine months. Okay. And it just didn't make sense. Like, I'm like you. Yeah. Like, this shirt was like four bucks at Sam's Club. Mm -hmm. Like, 
And I've had it for like five years. It's been great. Right. You know? I'm not the guy that goes and spends $300 on a pair of jeans every and two weeks. And wear them once. Wear them once. And they got fucking dazzles and like <laughs> uh, what people refer I, to as bling bling on I their butt. I still have shirts from when I was in middle school that I still wear. And it, oh Don't my. make me bust out that, the Schoolhouse Rock Live Junior sc- Show shirt that I had in middle school. You still have that. Well, I'm a skinny dude, right? That's true. So the shirt's really small on me, but like I'm a weird body shape because I'm really tall, but I'm really skinny. Okay. So usually taller people are a little bit bigger, Mm -hmm. you know. So it's like it's hard for me to find shirts that fit really good, and uh, that shirt in particular, it just like it's a good undershirt. So something like this, I'd wear because it like go up to here. Oh, you know. Okay. So it's a nice undershirt, but yeah, I've had that since eighth grade. We had to play in the eighth grade. I've always been the same kind of just about six foot meatball shaped kind of person. So <laughs> the nice way of saying it. So yeah, the clothes haven't really changed as much. Just try and mix it up because it's like I've worn the same shirt for five, six years. Yeah. I need to change it up. I say like once a year I'll go through my stuff. Oh yeah. And just like give stuff to Goodwill that I never wear. Mm-hmm. You know, even if I've had it for a long time, you got to think like, do I really need this? Right. Um, and I was watching this really interesting documentary. Uh, I don't know if it was called The Minimalist. But it was all about minimalism. Maybe. And uh, I know it's on Netflix, but uh, it's essentially just getting rid of the shit in your life. Right. You know, like people just keep accumulating so much stuff. And just use what you need to survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you need? And the guy was like, I have 51 things that's to my name, and I have a purpose for all of them. Yeah. You know? Um, where now, like, our country is just consumers. Like, we don't really produce. Right. It's different when you different when you produce and consume. Mm-hmm. But if you're just consuming, it's like, where's the end? True. You know? Like, like how much shit do you really need? Exactly. Like, just thinking of stuff that's American. Like, I pocket knives and stuff like that like just sitting in my in my room my room my room room I, we good? why are we getting fuzzy i don't know what just happened <laughs> i think we're good i think so i mean it doesn't sure, yeah. sound the same hello is it still going yeah we're still recording <laughs> that was a little technical soft. difficulties <laughs> <laughs> What were we talking about? Just like like random. Minimal, oh, minimalism. Minimal. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. No, but does it sound different to you? A little bit. Like I thought it had a different sound when it was recording. A little bit. I don't know. It's still going though. <laughs> and it's, you can see right here it's taking the mic. Yeah, it's still taking the mic. And this is taking the mic. No, well, whatever. So... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Mine it doesn't like the beats. That's why I don't wear them. <laughs> Minimalism. I don't need these. <laughs> no, but just like looking around my room, I see all this stuff that I don't need. Like I have bobbleheads mm-hmm. on top of my dresser that it's just like, eh, that looks cool. But if a guy came in to rob me, I'm not going to beat him with a bobblehead. I need could. True. But <laughs> if I get hungry, I'm not going to eat a bobblehead. Yeah. If I need... If I want to talk to someone, I hope I don't talk to the bobblehead. There might be bigger issues at hand. True. <laughs> but, yeah, just looking at stuff in my room alone, not even the rest of the house, like, there, like more than half of that stuff is unnecessary. It's just to make it look cool. 
Yeah, man. And when people complain about how much money they they need or the you know that they're looking to get, right? And they don't understand how much money is in their house, mm-hmm. and they can just audit their house and go through it all on eBay. And uh, I mean, even if you only made five bucks, it's five bucks you didn't have before. Very true. You know, five bucks is five bucks. Yeah, that's five bucks. Can no longer buy a foot long with it, but. <laughs> <sighs> that's right you know stop that it's crazy when people like find a buck but they're not even hype about it because you can't even get anything <laughs> right. for a dollar like, oh, this is worthless it's like, like finding goes... change anymore yeah what's the point finding change it's weird that we still have change mm-hmm. especially since like, we have so much like digital currency right with everything going to like paying through phones just like paypals stuff well, like that and the phone services like apple pay samsung right. pay stuff mm-hmm. like that everything's going electronic Nearly everyone has a credit card. Rarely see anyone do checks anymore. No. But to carry around 51 pennies is <laughs> kind of ridiculous. We're seeing this one news story of a guy that the DMV was giving him issues, so he yeah. came in and paid his whole bill off pennies. So, like, wing a wheelbarrow in. Yeah. <laughs> that is, I don't know what to think. Like, they have to take it because it's money. Is there? Can they refuse that? Yeah. I'm sure they could. They just could refuse that form of payment. Just because it's obnoxious? Maybe. I mean, I don't know if they did. My they real, should have been a good sport. My real question is, how long did it take that man to count out <laughs> all those pennies? You know what? I bet you he just like filled up the barrel and was like, <laughs> yeah. they're never going to count. <laughs> take it by weight. Yeah. They find out he's but, uh, too penny short. I remember watching, you ever watched John Oliver? couple times yeah he had this really great news story on the penny a couple yeah. like a year or two back he's talking about it costs a dollar and seven cents to make every single penny so it's like really kind of like it's it's pointless yeah yeah it is pointless i just put all that money into making like less effective money essentially just more just like this is the money right like when you go to a store and everything's something ninety nine. Yep. Just make it that one cent higher. Just call it a flat fee. Right. You know. But I I guess I get it where it makes people think it's cheaper because it's like well it's not twenty five dollars. <laughs> so. But then after tax it is. You know that's like <laughs> the funniest part about but, it. But they don't look into it like that. It's no. like well the base amount is less than 25 so i'm good yeah what's a little tax yeah yeah absolutely people are aggravating <laughs> <laughs> well everyone it's just weird because like everyone uh everyone looks at consumerism different true you know like you have people that just consume consume they will buy something based off of a deal not even that they actually need it right you know then you have people that are like so conservative about their money that they're like afraid to spend an extra like ten bucks a week or something like that. Right. Like there's something I saw or someone told me where it's like you have a thousand dollar TV, it's three hundred dollars off. You're like, okay, that's a deal. But you still spend seven hundred dollars mm-hmm. to get the TV. That I mean, you don't really need. That's a good example though, because some people think of it like I got a good deal. And then some people think of it like, oh, shit, I just spent 700 right. bucks. You know? Yeah. I, I, like, when I go to buy stuff, I know what I'm going to get. I just, what I need, I don't make impulse purchases, mm-hmm. at least not as often. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's human nature. 
at some point you're going to have an impulse buy. Right. Even if something silly like a pack of gum or whatever. Very true. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, if that's like your spending habits consistently, then you... God bless your bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Got to put you through an intervention to fix you. <laughs> well, that becomes a big problem because people, they don't see their bank accounts go up. It's like they get their paycheck from work and they just see it dwindle down. Instantly burn through it. Yeah, there's no like investment. There's no growth opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know? Just people gotta gotta be smart. Well, it's like something we should learn in schools, like how to balance a checkbook. Right. And like how to organize bills and like what you're spending on groceries and shit like but that. But the classic thought of like, well, I learned how to calculate the angles in a triangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, I... I've used that. Yeah. I haven't. <laughs> I really haven't. But, yeah, they need to maybe focus things a little bit more on, like, real-world skills. Maybe real not, life. Maybe not so early on. Like, yeah, maybe give me the triangle talk <laughs> in third grade, but then give me how to spend my money eighth grade and on. Yeah. I mean, teach young people to be responsible. If you teach them young, then they'll... Right. More likely than not, the majority of them will use that for the rest of their life. Right. But when you have people, especially if you look at something like a professional athlete, mm-hmm. you know, a young kid that, uh, you know, is 18 some odd years old and has never really seen that amount of money before. And then you True. hand this kid, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, and people wonder why they go broke. Yep. It's, it's just like lottery winners, too. Mm-hmm. It's like... They feel it's limitless. Well, you have to learn how to be rich. You have to learn how Correct. to be wealthy. You can't just get everything. Yeah, I mean, if you just get... That's why a lot of lottery winners and professional athletes end up going on like a real big downward world spiral. Mm-hmm. You know? Because they never learned how to accumulate that money. Nope. They just got off... Well, an athlete kind of earned it. But a lottery winner just got off a whim. They just scratched a card. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. The lottery is fucking crazy, too. It is. How many people invest in it and how little people actually get back out of it. It is a religious experience for some people. Just It's a like- high. Oh, yeah. I firmly believe it's it's a, it's it's a, a certain drink. type of high for some people. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, kind of like a gambler high, kind of. Right. You, you just, you just got to keep spending because you know eventually, well, the payout's going to... Like, jump past what I've already spent, but mm. as you lose time and time again, <laughs> you, it's just not going to like pay out anymore. It's like a Cleveland Browns fan. <laughs> right. Like, you keep getting the ticket, right. but you just keep losing. At this time, you're just used to losing, but <laughs> yeah. for some reason, you're still faithful. Yeah. That's a typical Cleveland Browns fan. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what, what makes that happen. What, like, is it just loyalty? Is it just lo- not just like that concept of like knowing that it's not going to happen, but, but still having faith that it could possibly happen? It just comes down to well, maybe people just having could be a dumb sense of hope or mm-hmm. just feel like, well, it could happen. Mm-hmm. So you just wait for that time when it does happen. Yeah. Because there is a chance of it. It's not like it's, it's not, impossible. Right. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It's not very possible. No. <laughs> <laughs> not in the slightest. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Money's just weird. We were talking on, about it on the last podcast, just the concept yeah. of money. What about how, it? Just how we all kind of agree not to, like, kill each other over goods. 
and that we just all agreed on this like idea is that, that isn't that like socialism or <laughs> are you a are you russian marxist i'm a little bit of everything okay you know <laughs> but uh, it's just weird how we all agreed on money and now like, how money's really transitioning into like not even being physical how meaningless little coin yeah or piece of paper says anything like if the world if we just got hit by like this crazy tsunami and our world kind of ended like so society itself ended true like what would money do for you nothing you're just on a level it's not like a valuable resource that you could use for it's not like gas or whatever it's just use it as timber for fire but exactly (laughs) and that's not gonna last you that long because it's little pieces of paper you know Mm -hmm. so uh, it's just it's odd it's meaningless but at the same time if it were removed like if we didn't have it there's always that quest to be the more powerful Mm -hmm. and that is the way to do it in a i guess a more peaceful manner instead of people fighting yeah for goods no absolutely i think if we didn't have money we'd have so much more crime yep and we'd have so much more like uh i don't think it'd be as stable you know Mm-mm. because you and me could trade something and i could right. feel like i got ripped off but what's true there's no way to like say this is the value of this yeah there's no it's way to just validate what it. i feel it is so mm-hmm. if you make it universal among everyone it does hold it together it's stupid <laughs> but it keeps it together yeah absolutely you ever seen the movie Just in Time? Just in Time. This was Justin Timberlake. Isn't that where he has like the time on his yeah, arm? Yeah. So I've seen of, the trailer for it. Instead of money, okay, you live off of time. So if you want to go get a loaf of bread, you give them some of your time. You give up time. And if you run out of time, you die. So you have to accumulate time. So I get if you need to give up time to eat. But let's just say I have the time on my wrist. What if I don't eat? Will that time go down quicker? <laughs> Will the time just... Cause That's it, a good question. In that end, I wouldn't spend anything. <laughs> I'd live forever. That's true. Well, it was really focused on more like working. Right. So you had to work in order to accumulate time. Oh, so okay. if you didn't go to work, you would die. Gotcha. Essentially. Okay. Or you'd have to rob people for the time, but it's really hard to rob people for the time. Okay. Like, it'd be hard to rob someone on the street for like their Bitcoin. True. Like, you'd have to go more of a, a technological route, mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, physically going up and taking Reaching something from them. Reaching in someone's pocket and taking yeah. it. Okay. But it's super interesting. Like, what if that happened? Like, what if money just, like, got erased concept. and we just used time as our, as our uh, currency? It would definitely scare more people. Like, they... I feel like maybe... Maybe more people would live their fucking life, too. True. They'd be more aware of what's going on instead of just, oh, yeah, I want all this, want all this. There's How weird no would it be if, to it. if you had, like, a... Even just, like, now. Right. Even if we still had money, but just had, like... Like, you knew how much time you had left in your life. Mm. Like, what would you do with it? Oof. I feel like people would live their lives completely different. Yep. You know? Even if, like, your time was, like, you're gonna die at 66... <laughs> You'd be like, well, fuck, I'm 20, so like, I gotta start doing some <laughs> I stuff. I got time. Yeah. But I feel if it was something much later, like if it said 66, for instance, like I'd, I'd be a little bit more laid back. Mm-hmm. But if it was something like, I'm going to die at 23, like a couple months, I'd be terrified. Like, what's going to happen? Is it something under my control? Is it not? Is there a way to change the time? Like, you just always want to make that push to... 
It'd be a mind fuck. Oh, it would. Like, it, I wouldn't be able to enjoy my life if I found out that it was so short. Really? I think. Like, if I, I found think out... I, I think I would enjoy my life more, because I'd just be on total fucking mode. Because it... I'd just... <laughs> well, yeah, I'd jump into the total fucking mode, too. Yeah. But... I was like, I got a couple of months, bro. Like, what you gonna do? I got just like a bunch of stress. Like, is there any way I can fix this? Yeah. Now that sounds like a Tom Cruise movie. True. Yeah. <laughs> you must <laughs> fix the time. Only Tom Cruise could fix it. <laughs> While he's holding on to a plane that's going in midair. Right. This summer, Tom Cruise. Yeah. It's so weird seeing those trailers now. Just, like, any kind of action movie, or... Well, it's, like, action movie, but then if you watch, like, news, like, uh, like a CNN or a Fox, like, yeah. their introduction videos, mm-hmm. aren't, what would you call that? Like, a, an intro video, I'd assume. I'd just go with um, that. Yeah. Like, it's like a movie trailer. Right. Like, you got the guy talking like this. We have... You know, just make it overly dramatic. Yeah, people and make them expect the music. Dun dun dun. Right. Dun dun dun. Like thirty camera shots, like (laughs) just quick movement, just like snap on someone's face. Like a music video now. Right. Like that's how music videos are made. There's just a lot of quick shots, and you like see them say the word like a couple words, but then it just goes to something completely not about what they're talking about. Right. The so, beach or someone's ass or something. <laughs> it's all about the flashy pictures. It is. Because we are a society... There's the clip. There's the... Uh, we're a society built on pictures. Just... Filters. Like, right. That too. It's just... Like, there's... There was a bookstore by me. Completely gone now. Just people don't dive into anything anymore. I don't think that they look into it as detailed as they used to. It's quick. Yeah. It's just, okay, get me in, get me out. Like the whole fast food model. Mm-hmm. Get me in, get me in now. Let mm-hmm. me get on my, with my life. Just like a picture. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go to Europe, food's like a three, four hour thing. Like, like, like you sit down, they pre- prepare, me- uh, prepeel, pre- prepare the prepare, meal. Prepare? Prepare. Prepeel. <laughs> they uh, prepare the meal. And everyone sits around and they eat and they talk and they hang out like it's yep. here. It's like, let me give me some food through a window and I'm gonna eat while I drive before I get to where I True. need to go. And it's not as social anymore when it comes to food to mm-hmm. to anything because I mean we we both sell cell phones mm-hmm. work along that and it it's interesting because yeah it's it's not bad it's. You definitely learn a lot of stuff from it, but you also see like how people become so dependent on it. Like, granted, it it's good to have it maybe for business, just stretch that model because it's accessible. Everyone jumps on there. But when you're in a social environment, people can't focus or talk to anyone anymore. There's a lack of balance. Yep. It's like so. You and me are here talking. Mm-hmm. But with some people, I would be so worried about who else is trying to talk to me through a device that's not in that person's not even here. Yep. You know? Right. Just something that's a quick little blurb. Just press a couple buttons and that's more interesting. To get that hit of dopamine, man. True. You know, you you log into your Facebook and you get a like and you feel good. Yep. You know? It's like, Uh, I'm doing well. Yeah. And it feels good. And 
that's something that really hasn't been focused on a lot. Mm-mm. You know, but someone have, compliments you in real life, and it's it can be meaningless. It's like no one else saw it though. Right. Thanks for the compliment, but can you put that on my Facebook? Yeah. Can like, you can you like one of my statuses, <laughs> please? <laughs> you know, like it's just so preposterous it's that like, we'll take uh, a comment through through a social media over an actual in person right. comment, like. Something that's genuine, that has a lot of non-verbals attached to it, too. Right. You know? Is that light blinking? It's solid. Okay, cool. Should it be solid? Yeah, it should be solid. Okay, what if it was blinking? Uh, that means it's on. Like, mute is on when it blinks. Oh. So I want to make okay. sure that I didn't get hit or something. Okay. But yeah, we're good. Oh. Oh, hey, oh I forgot that. It's all about the balance. <laughs> oh, I screwed it up. Oh, You're, good. Good. <laughs> You're good. You're <laughs> good. This there we go. Okay. This stands like I won't touch it again. <laughs> <laughs> won't mess up. You're good. Um, um, but like jumping back into phones, like now I feel people will go to let's say like a party for instance, and if they don't know anyone, instead of no longer making an effort, or let's say maybe they have a friend who's going to it, and they're not there yet. They'll jump straight to their pocket, sit down, not even try. Whereas before, yeah, we didn't have smartphones. Mm-hmm. We had a flip phone or a slide phone. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as intuitive. So you actually make the attempt to talk to people and make friends. But now we're stuck with, well, I have my electronic friends. Talk to them, and it, it kind of ruins how people talk. It's a social security blanket. Yep. You know? It's like... Uh... Just the unwillingness to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you have to go have a life-changing conversation. No. I mean, especially if, if a group of people all go to the same place, I guarantee you those people have something in common. Right. You know? I mean, if you're all hanging out with the same type of people. True. Or if you're going to a certain event. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of conversation starters right. that you can you use. and share one interest. Mm-hmm. So work off of that. Instead of, well, I don't know these people, so I'm going to go look at cat pictures or... <laughs> or whatever people do on their phones yeah and yeah but just going back like just working with people like that being my department people are just so stuck on it like that is their life if a tv breaks eh, you can replace it but a phone breaks you can no longer talk to your best friend and it's well, then, then you have a lot of people that are so dependent on it, but they don't even understand what they're doing. Right. And so, say a, a phone breaks, but they don't back any of their shit up. But it was so important. It's yeah. like, but you have to learn what you're doing. Like, you're just <laughs> right. doing things, but you're not right. learning how to do them correctly. Mm-hmm. And so, there's not like a big pity party for you. Mm-mm. Because if, if this information, whether it's photos or whatever, is so important, then... You know, if they're that important, I would take every step to make sure that I wasn't going to lose them. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And it turns into a status symbol, too. Absolutely. Just like, well, I have one. You don't. And then it, from that, it goes like, well, what do you have? And then people believe, well, I'm a better person because I have a better taste than you. Mm-hmm. And now you... Not only do you not talk to people, but now you hate people <laughs> based on what they pull out of their pocket. Yeah. Like, you won't talk to them, but you'll tweet about it. Like, oh, this this stupid bitch. Yeah. This bitch didn't get the phone that my team makes. Right. And so now I'm going to be mad mm-hmm. about it. They... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to people that are in a medium that doesn't really matter. Yeah. 
and all it comes down to is like it's just competition. Oh yeah. And it's funny when you look at the smartphone market now because, I mean, on the whole, man, every smartphone is going to get you the same thing. You know, when we talk about like quality, that's a different conversation. Yep. But when you're just talking about like phone calls, text messages, Can internet call- services, yep. can I call someone? As yeah. long as it does that, I'm good. But it's weird that we still look at these things like phones, right? You know, because they're not mm-hmm. phones; they're like yeah. mini computers in your pocket yep. that do phone calls. Mm-hmm. You know. But they're still, like, marketed and projected to be, like, a cell phone. It's no longer basic anymore. Not at all. mm -mm. Not at all. I mean, there's 15, 20 products built into that one thing right Right. there. At least. I mean, there's probably a handful of people out there that probably never even use the phone or just use it solely for maybe, like, games. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that, where they just jump out of the world and spend a bunch of virtual money (laughs) (laughs) on something. But it's it's sad to see that it takes away from people actually being able to sit down and talk to each other. Yeah. Well, it's almost like uh, there's no room for like newness. Mm-mm. Like you're not going to meet new people. And right. If you don't meet new people, you're not going to have a lot of new experiences. That's the thing too. It, I mean, even with the phones and other things, people stay in what they feel is comfortable. Absolutely. No longer ready to jump out make a new discovery or try try something something yeah just just go with the flow and because i i mean i've never done a podcast before Mm -hmm. and i could have easily said no i'll just (laughs) i'll just stay home in my bed sleep (laughs) sleep i know sleep sleep and i are good friends (laughs) but i could have easily said that but i figure i'll try something new and I'll talk to someone. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what's great about this. That's what I love about podcasting in this day and age. It's outside of us not having to have someone else back it up right. in order to get it out there. Mm-hmm. It also gives people a chance just to have a conversation right. and put away the distraction. That's weird. It's kind of meshing all that together, like how people are always on their phones. But with a podcast, you can join in on another conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because they can have their own thoughts and display them while other people are talking about it so yeah. it's, it's finding that middle line between all of it i just think it's, it's raw and it's, it's more real it's it's right. something you can connect to more mm-hmm. you know i know people uh people feel like connected to like radio hosts and stuff like that yeah but then you got like all this ridiculous sounds and like they're pushing some product or they're pushing yep. some event and uh, I just think people are starting to get kind of sick of that. Always getting something shoved down their throat. Right. Buy this. Go to that. It's like, everything, maybe I just want to hear people talk about shit. Everything doesn't need to be an advertisement. Yes. Like, <laughs> that's, that's how we're built, is to just sell, sell, and buy, buy, buy. Mm-hmm. It's oh. funny learning about like product placement in TV shows. Yeah. Because you don't really realize it. Like, when you're watching a show, you'd be like, oh, I could really go for a Coca-Cola. You would never think that, like, Coca-Cola paid to have that line in the script. Right, but when it's in the shot, like, it's, it's always sh- perfect. Yeah. Like, if I... I hate beats, but it's what was on hand to use. <laughs> and, yeah, for them to shove it down the throats, like, buy this, buy that. Like, just don't put anything on there. Just make it a, a generic TV. Or generic the problem TV. is, is... 
people tend to go more towards that. Like they'll go towards the the product that has the best advertising. Right. So sometimes the best product doesn't win. Mm-hmm. It's the product with the best marketing. True. You know, and people get so so uh, distracted by what they're actually getting. Right. Versus the idea of what they're getting. Right. They they just get get it stuck in their head of well, well this one had that cool commercial of. Is this the phone Lil Wayne was pouring champagne yeah. on? I want that one. <laughs> and I'm then, like... Im- and then immediately followed by, does this one catch on fire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. All the phones don't catch on fire. Well, did you see uh, Samsung? They released. They officially released on Monday. Uh, what happened with the Note Seven? No, what happened? Or what was the uh, thing? So months later, they're like, "Yeah, it was the battery." We're like we knew that. Yeah, we saw the phones explode. Like, yeah, we we knew yeah. it was the battery. Bub. We lived it. Uh, essentially, the sense there's two incorrect ways the phone was essentially made. Okay. Um, and I don't know a lot about like the actual internals of a phone, but essentially, some of the sensors were the yeah. way that they put it on paper. How yeah. it's supposed to be made wasn't how it was, how it is actually made. And okay. so it bent some of the, like the antennas and stuff, and mm. it essentially uh, caused it to. So someone was using the phone and it like overheated the whole thing. Yeah. And it so uh, there's an eight point uh, security plan now that they're going to go through for each product. Just as long as the damn phone works. And that's what I was thinking. Like, I understand from a PR standpoint because oh, not yeah. everyone's like you and me that like is like just. Br- all you have to do is come out with the next phone that kicks ass. Right. And people are going to forget about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then to, like, general public that isn't really into, like, the retail game, Mm-mm. you know, uh, yeah, I mean, it kills Samsung. It kills them because people now associate all their phones with that one accident. Right. You know? So this one's really going to be a make or break. You know, they're going to have to really come out with something... That gets people excited about Samsung again. Mm-hmm. But it's such a big company. Right. They have their hands in so much that... Really the bigger issue is is like, what would happen to the phone market if Samsung wasn't around? Who would even compete with Apple? True. I mean, Google would have to fill in that slot, but they're not there. They mm-hmm. can't even make enough pixels to sell right now. Nope. And I know for a fact I wouldn't buy an Apple myself, so I'd be out of a phone. And... Yeah, it's just there's no big like third competitor up no. there. It's Samsung, it's Apple, and and Google's trying. Bunch of little guys. But you got like Google, you got LG, HTC, Motorola. Um, Love how I'm not at work, but I still talk about work. <laughs> That's what happens though, man. You know, when you decide to work somewhere, it takes up so much of your life. Oh yeah. You know, and then you see it kind of trickle off into like your personal life because you spend so much time learning about this stuff and talking right. to other people about it. I mean, working there for two and a half years, it's been a decent amount of time. Pretty much, I've seen everyone I work with get swapped around. Yeah, I'm like the only person left. Um, it's the retail game. It is, but it's it's always nice thing about it. It's always a learning experience because nothing ever stays the same. Mm-hmm. Granted. What I do stays the same, essentially, but everything that goes into it changes. Yeah, I mean, it keeps it fresh, Mm -hmm. you know? 
Um, some jobs get super stagnant because you're just doing the same shit over and over and yep, over and over. You just go again. through the motions and mm-hmm. it's just not as fun. I think that's why maybe, like, I'd, I've had a decent amount of jobs mm-hmm. growing up. And this one I feel goes by. There we go. <laughs> I'm in a shot now. Yay! Um, but this one at least goes by pretty quickly mm-hmm. because it's not the same motion over and over and over again it's well it's not a job like a like a fast food for for instance no. where like you're you are on fry duty and you're right. gonna make fries all day and i've done that you worked, worked at fast food i worked at mickey d's for how long two years how was that it was terrible yeah just one of the worst experiences i mean I, people like managers would come in and i mean they wouldn't even hide the fact that they think you're lower than them. Like I, like corporate guys would okay. come in and they just treat you terribly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you don't make me want to work here. And then the customers, it's food. Yeah. They're always going to have a problem with it. But it's always high paced and just standing in one spot pretty much for 8 to 12 hour shift. It would vary. It wasn't fun. At least in this one, if I'm in a spot for 8 hours i at least get to sit (laughs) (laughs) but but it's not the same thing it's not like here's a sandwich this is how you do it this is the only way to do it yeah if i want to do something i can do it i can call in to do it just so many different routes to do the same thing it just brought you know the blueprint of factory working into food that's what mcdonald's did you know but that's what like food fast food has become right that's what mcdonald's created it's an assembly line it's an assembly line of food Mm -hmm. instead of manufacturing parts you do this this is your purpose Mm -hmm. and that's it and that's it Mm -hmm. um and i I just don't think like negative reinforcement ever gets people to do a better job no it makes them want to get through the job right but it doesn't make them want to do the job it was It, it wasn't a fun two years like yeah, I did work with some of my friends from high school, so it did help pass the time. But other than that, it was just tedious. I never looked forward to it, and it just wasn't a great experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those, those should really be great experiences. You know, when you have jobs, like how old were you when you did that? It's fresh out of high school, so maybe eh, 17, 18. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... For kids that are just getting out of school or still in school, mm-hmm. like those jobs should, even though if that's not going to be your career, yeah, there should be something in place where it's like you could take the skills that you learned here and apply it to right. your future jobs. Like I learned, I don't like food, <laughs> <laughs> especially that food. Right. Oh. Uh, maybe once in a blue moon, but yeah, I can't can't overdo it. Ooh, yeah. What was that? It's my chest. Your chest. Yeah, I can never. My chest pops oh. sometimes. It's, it's a little gross. I can only do my knuckles. Sometimes my neck. I can only do it this way, right. though. I can't do it that <laughs> way. It's weird. So that side's just always tense? I guess so. <laughs> like you just have a knot <laughs> right in your neck. One day I'm going to go like this. This is going <laughs> to... Everything's going to release. <laughs> but yeah, dude. I don't know. This the the product that you're selling to in fast food is so disgusting. 
Right. It's like, not real. Like, do you remember a couple of years back, Taco Bell got in trouble? Because their limit was to ha- have their beef be 30% beef, and they couldn't even hit that. I don't remember that. What, were they using something else Just for preservatives or? and fillers it's and shit like fake. that. Yeah. You know? Ugh. I mean, if you can't even hit, hit the 30% mark, like, like, what are you putting in this shit? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And then they brand it. They brand yeah. it as beef. They brand yeah. it as chicken. Mm-hmm. Like, I can show you chicken. Chicken's stringy. It doesn't look spongy. Right. Open up the middle of a McNugget. And I don't want to just shit on McDonald's here. No, no. Like, (laughs) Wendy's Nuggets, Burger King Nuggets. It's all of them. Yeah. They all look like a sponge. Yep. It's all, like, little plastic or, like, Mm -hmm. little sponges in there. I think, like, the grossest, yet probably the most effective way to change how people eat. Yeah. One is to show them where the food comes from, the whole process. But two is like, which I think would be really cool, is if somehow you could show them from chewing the food and it going through your system until you shit it out and just seeing what it does. <laughs> True, like how it, how it affects you, what it turns into. Or... Yeah, like so it digests and how that affects like your, your attitude. Right. It affects your brain, how mm-hmm. it affects uh, your metabolism, how you're digesting it. Um, cause a lot of, uh, with the preservatives and the fillers, so it makes you fat cause it doesn't have anywhere to go yep. in your body. So it just sits there. Right. And if you eat that too much, it's just going to start stacking up. But then there's the rebuttal of if it tastes so good, why is it so bad for me? <laughs> nothing this good. It's the so shittiest bad. fucking attitude ever. I hate when people say that when they right. say, uh, but it tastes good. And it's weird that we put taste as the number one, like, the number one thing when it comes to food it's that instant gratification yeah it's like it tastes good it's right. like all right but what's this doing for you right you know like it's funny at work when i'll come in with like cucumbers and hummus yeah and then like two hours later i'm just hauling ass on the floor oh, right yeah. and then like someone i eat lunch with will have like a 14 inch sub mm-hmm. just the meat lovers deluxe <laughs> with no, a bunch of cheese no veggies extra no veggies or- Pour the ranch on. Yeah. I want the whitest bread possible. Yep. And then you you look at them and they are just fucked. Yep. You know, you can tell they're out of it. They're tired. They're like kind of worn out. They just don't have the energy. Mm-mm. It's because those... You got to look at food and think, what's this going to do for me? Right. You know? It's kind of like going into a job. Mm-hmm. You know it's a really shitty job and they're not going to pay you for it. Right. But it looks good. It looks good that you work there, so mm-hmm. you'll keep doing it. It's good. Good to just have on your plate. Yeah. It doesn't really, yeah. You it's know? It's not really good in the end, but. It, yeah. The, the, it's like a short term more than, right. you're not focused on the long term. Like drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they're good for you now. Mm-hmm. Well, you think they're good for you now. <laughs> and then it's just terrible. It's a shit show. Yeah. Quite literally when it comes to fast food, but... <laughs> yeah. But it's the same type of rush. Yeah. You know, I mean, people get addicted to food like they do drugs now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, I don't have cable, but when, uh, you know, I go back home and see my parents and stuff, they have cable. And I'll be flipping through and I'll be like, my 600 pound life. Yeah. Was, I'm like, how the fuck did you get to that I was going to bring that up. Like, my mother was watching that like a week or two ago. Insane. And, yeah, I'm not like knocking overweight people but to my own and i don't know if i feel as bad for them because you weren't 
born that way. Mm-hmm. That's just no self-control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I get it if you're a little overweight, it happens. For sure. But if you're two times the overweight limit... More than that, dude. Right. It's... I mean, if you're... Call it six... All right, let's just call it six foot. Right. And you're 600 pounds. I mean, that's three, four times the body weight you're actually supposed to be. Right. And it, to me, I would just, I would love to talk to someone like mm. that and just get into their mind because it's like, was there ever a point when you looked at yourself and was like, I got a problem? The thing is, if I ever you talk know? to someone like that, I'd want to get to know them. I wouldn't want them to think that I was attacking them. And I yeah. feel like if you're someone who is that big, like you're already full of insecurity, so they wouldn't want it's almost like they suffer from just a mismanaged conscience. True. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like they can't really, uh, like, manage their emotions well. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, look, I mean, it's not any different for someone that does drugs. I mean, you're just fucking up your brain more. Right. As opposed to, like, fucking up the actual, like, more of your body. Right. Well, I guess you're kind of doing both. <laughs> it, it's terrible in both senses, but. It is. Just to help someone, it'd be nice to know what's going on in their head. And that's where it comes to. Right. You know, people that are that size, Mm -hmm. and they want to make a change, and maybe they'll, like, cut back on how much calories they're taking in and stuff like that. But I don't think you'll ever really find the the resolution until you get into the psychological problems. Mm -mm. Because your mental outlook on it changes everything. Right. You know? It'd be interesting to do a study and, like, do, like, a placebo effect type thing. True. Like, here's a diet pill. And then just, like, give them, like, a little sugar pill or something. Yep. Just and just see it. if they have, like, a different attitude. Like, mm-hmm. this is going to give you more energy. You're going to want to go to the gym. So and make them more positive. Just mm-hmm. get them going. Maybe they will be more active, and in turn, it does help, even though it's just sugar. That, that's the whole point, though. Right. It's, like, getting them to change their mindset, you know, and not rely, like... On fight, fight the mind game with a mind game. Yeah. And that'll fix it. Fight fire, fire, right. Around. Exactly. <laughs> um, there was a point I, I wanted to bring up from that, and I just lost it. Happens to me every podcast. <laughs> I started, like, with a little notebook yeah. to, like, write things down. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really like doing that. No. It's just because, like, because then sometimes you're, like, so focused on what you're about to say that you're not listening to what the other person's saying. And then it's just, they collide, and it's... Yeah. It doesn't flow as well. It doesn't. Mm -mm. It doesn't. And, uh, and that's what you want. Right. I think that's what people look for podcasts for. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Like, just have someone reading a transcript to you is so boring. Right. It's just listening to a story. Mm Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people like listening to stories anymore. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they'd rather see a 10-second Snapchat instead. Right. <laughs> I'm guilty. Yeah, you're good at Snapchat. They, yeah. Did you add all this stuff back? I saw you You watch my... Because you said you deleted everything, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Are you back on? No. No? No, I've, I've popped on there, like, here and there, just to, like... Just, honestly, when I'm bored. When I'm bored at work, and I don't <laughs> really have anything to do for this, or whatever it's i was like yeah i'll go check snap real quick but i just don't want it to be you know an everyday thing yeah you know maybe like a once every two three weeks type thing Mm -hmm. um 
with all the social media stuff, it, I think it's great for business, but for personal, it's just I don't think our society's learned the balance yet. Mm-mm. We are just we don't understand how to balance these things out. And so I always go to the extreme. Like I didn't have any for any social media for five years, yeah. and then I had three of them for two years, mm-hmm. and now I just went cold turkey again. Right, and uh, it feels good. But it's funny. Like me and my girlfriend were talking <laughs> last night, and she like didn't know about the women's march until after it happened. Oh, uh, okay. And she's like, I, you know, she's like, if I had social media, like I definitely would have known about it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of weird to be, like, out of the loop. Right. And then you always find out about shit after the fact. True. You know? And, yeah, like, with social media, I was so excited when I was old enough to start a Facebook account. It's yeah. Like, this is cool. It's a new experience. And at the time, I got, like, a Facebook, a Twitter, uh, Instagram, all that. And I realized, I don't really like this like over, <laughs> like right at the beginning yeah i was loading a bunch of stuff on there it was great like oh people want to know what i'm doing yeah but i had a ham sandwich mm, that's pretty good <laughs> but eventually deleted the twitter rarely use the instagram anymore and facebook's just if someone tags me in something i'll look at it mm-hmm. but honestly i don't care what other people are doing unless i'm with them doing it well but, it's it's on the like People want to keep projecting an image of themselves. Right. And a lot of times it's like, I'm happy. It adds a lot to insecurity. And people that continually do that, Mm -hmm. like, keep posting and posting and posting. There's two issues there. It's like, are you even really living in the moment then? Because you're so in tune on trying to get this moment out to the world. Because I've seen, like, concerts where... Like, I'll go listen to the person, and it's great. It's a fun time. Mm -hmm. But it comes to maybe, like, the popular song or something people like, and you just, I can't even see anything because I have to watch it through someone else's phone. There's no more lighters. No. It's all phones. Yeah. It's like, be in the, just be in the moment, enjoy it, have fun. It's how people will pay so much money, too. Like, if you go to, like, a really popular act, Mm -hmm. I mean, you could spend a couple hundred bucks on tickets. Right. And you spend all this money to go there. To get like a front it. row seat and then you put it on a shitty phone <laughs> instead of just watching it yourself mm-hmm. and then telling people about it mm-hmm. like face to face. Like, oh man, that show was great. You gotta right. go check it out. Yep. But it'll be like, here's the video. And then it's like, well, why would I go pay tickets to go now see this? No, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I remember a couple of months back, Apple's gonna release something where it's gonna like block people from uh, recording concerts. Just like off of geotagging or something? I'm or? not really sure how they're planning on doing it. I think they backed off because people got pissed. But, I mean, from an artist perspective, you know, like, I have a... Are they moving a fucking train out there? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what I'm going to say. It's okay. We we messed up the audio initially. There's stuff going on outside. This is, like, the troubleshooting We're not fancy. No. We're not fancy, no. okay? It's, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> haven't soundproofed the rooms. No, not at all. No, my walls are like paper. <laughs> Fucking wind will knock it over one day. Um, what were we just talking about? I have so many brain farts this podcast. I do too. That whole dumpster thing kind of got me. Off yeah. Top, if only we could like rewind. <laughs> um, 
No, but like you were saying, Apple was trying to blow. Oh, yes, about the concerts. But I have a lot of respect for like Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle refuses to have people have their cell phones at a show. Mm-hmm. They have like a cell phone pocket you put it in and you zip it up. And then you can't unzip it until after the show. And if they see you on your phone, regardless of how much you pay for tickets, you're getting kicked out. That's awesome. And uh, they told um, this hip-hop DJ about it. And, you know, he thought since he was friends with Dave, it would be okay. And yeah. they kicked him out. And I was like, respect, bro. Like, even... It'd be easy to someone that you don't know. But even to people that you do know, be like, no, you're not... Right, there's no exceptions. If you want to see my show, come to the show. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and then especially for something like comedy, people are so afraid to just go <laughs> off yep. because they know if that that little snippet hits online. Mm-hmm. It, it people don't take it as a joke, and they take it almost like you're at like a, a speech, like this is what I really think. This is what we should do. Like people get offended by it's it. comedy. Yep. It's supposed <laughs> to take it all as a joke. Yep. You know. Like, yeah, it's offensive, but it's funny. Yeah. The offensive shit is some of the most funniest right. shit. And It's like, funny when you can laugh at yourself, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, say if you're, like, a... Whatever. <laughs> if if you're, like, super religious, but you can laugh at, like, the Book of Mormon. Yep. Like, it, that's what needs to happen. It's just being open to the fact that other people don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. And then just laughing at it. And that's a big problem where, like, people disagree, and then they, as opposed to just, like, agree to disagree, they'll, like, go more for, like, personal insults. Yep, they go for the offensive and yeah, just go straight for the jugular and people. Because and... their ego gets hit, and they're just like, yep. I'm not wrong. Yep. Like, I'm right. I'm My right. Your life not good enough for you. And a lot of shit, like, no one's right. No one's wrong. No. You know? No. And, well. <laughs> you can't be. <laughs> But something like... Uh, Depending on which way you look at it. You know, if you looked at something like religion, like, no one actually knows. You know? Yeah, it's something like that that's open, well, it should be open. Mm-hmm. Um, not to delve deep into it, but I'm agnostic. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's out there. There could yeah. be something, there might not be something. And if there is or isn't, I don't have any control over it. So I'd just live right now, and then when that time happens... I'll roll with the punches. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. Right. And that's like the best answer. But this book about talking snakes tells me, <laughs> tells me it's real. I don't know. Maybe there were talking snakes. There but... could have been. I don't know. We talk. Yeah. I, I wasn't there. And animals do communicate. Right. You know? Right. Like I always tell people when they, they say it's so weird to talk to other people. Mm-hmm. It's like think about the relationship you have like with your dog. Right. Like, have you ever spoken, like, had a conversation in words in English, in the English language with your dog that you talk back and forth? But you have so much love. Right. And you guys still communicate really mm-hmm. all through nonverbals. Like, it you tends know? to be, like, baby talk Yeah, with, with a dog, but I won't walk up to my mother and start talking to her baby talk. <laughs> She'll whoop me. But... Yeah. <laughs> you a man, boy. <laughs> Get out of this house. <laughs> grown up. Yeah, dude. It's just silly. I, I just... Even with, like, the presidential election and yeah. just Trump being in, when people just get so sensitive, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're very pro-Trump or very anti-Trump, it's just, like, you can agree to disagree and still go on with your life. You don't have to, like, 
go to personal insults or even like take it physical. Oh, yeah. Like things shouldn't get physical based off of opinions. And that's why, again, why I try and stay off of social media as much as possible is because it's all the opinions and like I, I people can have them. I, no offense, but if you push it and say like, well, this is how it is, or just people acting absolutely like extremists, just mm-hmm. going full out for it. I, I don't care. Yeah. It's like, it, it, well, you're doesn't, on a team. it doesn't affect my life. And what happens is, like, you're on that team, right? Yep. And then the opposing team can do nothing but wrong, mm-hmm. and your team can do nothing but good. Correct. And it's hard to stay objective. You're not going to stay objective. Not at all. You know, people that are so gung-ho for, in this example, like Trump or Hillary, mm-hmm. and they just, you know... But what, what they're going through now, it's like... With anything, just like Trump, Hillary, guns, religion. Mm-hmm. It's just... I had to clean my glass. <laughs> it's just... It's a mess with everything. Mm-hmm. There's that dumpster again. No, that's a semi. Oh, that's a semi? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to Maine away. No <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to get a quieter spot. It'll be better for this, too. When you could start, like, stapling egg cartons up on the wall. Soundproof it. Yeah. I could. I just... I don't have that much faith in this place. No. Like, it's it's the house itself, you know? Yeah. I know how many egg cartons I put up here. I feel like I'm still gonna hear shit. Egg cartons, foam, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Um, so I know you're really into, like, video editing. Yes. Are you into just like shooting or do you do the editing itself? <clears throat> so just kind of working off that YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, so far all we've done, because there's, right now there's four of us on the channel. And uh, we've all created our own kind of intros. Like this is me. This is mm-hmm. what I'm bringing to it. And filming those as skits, that's fun. It's a creative process. Um, writing out the skits is a lot harder than I thought it would be. It's not just, okay, let's do this. Um, but jumping into that creative process is very fulfilling. And then from there it goes into editing. Biggest struggle was getting the software for it. Um, finding a good one that would work. Um, but yeah, going in there, just kind of matching everything up, finding like which ways smooth transit transitions, Mm -hmm. just watching a bunch of YouTube on how to do everything properly. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's definitely a better way to spend my time instead of swiping through on a phone. But um keeps me busy, keeps me invested because I know that I've worked on this. Yeah. So now I can work on it more and make it more mine and I mean with other people helping too, like our whole project. So what is it what are you guys trying to make then? They're just skits about what? So, right now, it's a mesh of... We just have the skits of introducing us. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's all gameplay. Like, how now you see, like, gameplay commentary, stuff like that. Um, so, we jump into those areas we have. On some of them, face cams, just recording our voices, playing it. Like, right now, I'm playing through Resident Evil 7 that just came out. And it's it's weird process at first. Because I'm not used to talking when I play. Yeah. But being able to capture that game, get my emotion into there, just I, it's fun to rewatch it. 
just have something to look back on later on in life. Yeah. Just like, hey, I did this. I'm yeah. stupid, but <laughs> that's the fun of it. So you're playing the game, doing commentary while you're playing the game. Yes. And then posting on YouTube. Yes. That's big shit. Mm-hmm. And it's a horror game, too. It's not just something to screw around in. Mm-hmm. It's something that, like, it's terrifying. There's times yeah. where I scream like a little girl in it. I'm not ready to watch that or edit those, but... Um, Put them up there, man. Oh, yeah. We already got three up. We recorded nine awesome. of them in the last two days. Damn. How long are they? 30 minutes a piece. Okay. So that's what, four, four and a half hours of gameplay. It. Yeah. It's quite a bit. But yeah, I had friends jump in, um, all the people that are part of the channel and jumped in on it too. Nice. It's definitely a learning process because I've never done anything on such a large scale before. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun to learn new shit. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, just learn new skills, new tools. Mm-hmm. And then if, uh, I mean, is that something you're looking to do then? Is this kind of like do game commentary or editing and stuff like that? Just for fun? Yeah. Or yeah. are you looking to do that like professionally too? But, right. What our idea is just something to make that our friends who aren't in it can watch mm-hmm. and something for us to watch. Yeah. So it's just for fun. If people join in, like just people we don't know and start watching it, good for that. That's great. Um, but the main purpose is just for us to have fun. Yeah. And then, yeah. If maybe that's, some, that's what people gravitate towards, though. I'm not banking on it being yeah. payroll for the rest <laughs> of my life. Granted, that would be awesome. But right. I, I was just asking because that's becoming like a really big industry. Oh, yeah. Professional gaming, mm-hmm. you know, with gaming tournaments, right. gaming podcasts, and... And stuff on YouTube, just showing people how to play the game mm-hmm. and get through hard levels and stuff like, like that. Like, if you sit down and think about it, watching someone play a game that you could play yourself, it doesn't sound interesting. But when you actually watch it, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, this is a whole different spin, or they're doing stuff that I wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to see their take. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a fun process. It's it's tough. I had a cup, had like, last two nights were eight-hour nights just editing. It's not easy. So I went to the one shot. Yeah. <laughs> Yours is simple. It's all together. I uh, I was going to do like different shots and shit like that. And then I started messing around with editing stuff. I'm like, I'm never going to get these fucking podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I try to edit like this all the time. <laughs> like, Just make it really easy. Put all the shots into one, yeah. <laughs> one screen. Let them see what they want. It can be super tedious, you oh, know. Yeah. And the... Uh, you know, something like I'm doing, you're doing, mm-hmm. and even, you know, some big budget like a blockbuster movie. You know, I don't think people really understand the time it takes Mm-mm. and the uh, the education and then just like the patience to sit at a computer for eight hours a night and go through shot after shot after shot and right. lining up audio and mm-hmm. making sure the transitions are smooth. Like, it's such a process. Like, just for those skits that we made, the longest one was three minutes, I believe. And then mine and the other three that we did were only a minute, minute and a half. And it took maybe an hour to record that minute's worth of stuff. And then another, like, three to four to Mm -hmm. edit that one video to make sure it looked perfect. Add in little, like, uh, animations, stuff like that. But it's definitely a lot harder than just recording and then submitting yeah it's not easy that would be a great app just like video editing 
like a video editing app that's used to a bunch of video in, and mm. it just made it super simple. You know, I think that's what like iMovie kind of goes for. I try to use it. Um, There's a point that I can get to with it. Yeah, I use iMovie for this. I tried Adobe Premiere, but that's my what? my audios kept getting fucked up and they okay. kept getting unsynced. Because we use uh, Adobe Premiere for our editing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was using it for like a couple days, and then uh, it's a little confusing at first because there's a you see there's like a lot more hundred different yeah. options to pick from. Yeah. But it's simple. Yeah, it, it wasn't bad. I just couldn't get like my audio to link, uh, sync up correctly. Like it was being a real pain, so I like went through all this different stuff. But everyone was using Windows instead of Macs, and mm-hmm. I was like, uh, it it, uh, it worked well for me on <laughs> iMovie. So. As long as it works, that's all that matters. Yeah, everyone yeah, has their sure. own method. Yeah. yeah, but that's like part of the fun is learning your own method. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just so easy to get discouraged. When you're trying something new. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm. Especially when shit gets difficult and you feel like you can't figure something out. Right. And so It's just so easy to hang up the towel. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people that have probably the best lives are people that can push through that. Oh, yeah. You know? Just take the bad with the good and mm-hmm. work the best with it. Yeah. Not everything's terrible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Right. It's horrific. My life is the garbage. <laughs> I need an escape. Life's what you make it. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of you having your basic needs of, like, food, shelter. Um, minimalism. Minimalism. <laughs> you know, some affection, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, outside of that, it's, it's really uh, whatever you want to make it. True. You know? I mean, just kind of like what we were talking about before, you have people that have food, but they eat so much food that they make their lives miserable, mm-hmm. you know? It's just kind of finding that balance of what makes you happy, but don't overdo it. Mm-hmm. Don't be stupid with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Like, oh, social media, it just, it just all ties in. Yep. Like, the lack of balance is why we are right. the way we are, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, like, still jumping to that whole topic just people having the ability to make small talk is i feel like something so crucial that we miss out on um just being able to talk yeah it's I, be I, don't, the whole I don't conversation know i don't know people. a better way to to just say it but no that's the truth it's sad mm-hmm. you know it's sad like uh before, you'd really have to, like, kind of schmooze someone. Yep. We'd go into, like, job interviews and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But nowadays, you go into a meeting, and everyone's on their phone until the meeting starts. And as soon as it ends, they pick it right back up. Yep. And just escape. Because the power of small talk, it's... It's powerful. Well, it's, it's what builds relationships. Right. You know? Just asking little things like, you know... How's your day? What's going on? How's your on? day? What's going on? Like, how's your weekend? Mm-hmm. Like... You know, stuff like that is just really, like, the foundation. Right. People don't realize that, especially, like, with relationships even, just... It doesn't need to be a grand project every time. Like, even before you're in anything, just talking to someone that you might have that interest in, just... it You don't need to do it over, like, a huge spectacle to mm-hmm. impress someone. Just make it simple. Yeah. People want something quick and easy. People that come up with the show, it's just like... Mm. <laughs> you probably got something up your sleeve. <laughs> right. Like, why are you doing all this? You know, right? 
It's it's funny to watch people that try and make the spectacle though. Mm-hmm. Like they, it's entertaining. Yeah, that's for sure. They fall flat on their face. <laughs> it's good. That should be a YouTube compilation. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those guys that tried way too hard. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's honestly, if you gotta try that hard for someone, then why do you even want to do that anyways? True. You know, just put all that effort into it. It's tough. Yeah. How are you and the and the girl doing? Good. Good? Yeah. Yeah? How long have you two been together? Over a year now. Over a year. Yeah, so. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, it's awesome, you know? <laughs> it's, it's different because when you're single, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like... It's all I didn't me. feel like I had too much structure. Like, I just went with the flow. Yep, it's all me. Yeah. It's Steven's time. It's... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, once you get a girlfriend, you get a little bit more stability. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of fill in those patches that you might have been missing out on. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's I think it's important that people stay single when they're young. Mm-hmm. You know, like you get these kids that are like fifteen, some odd years old, getting these like really serious emotional relationships. That's like you're a kid. I have people from my high school, not to bash them, but right out of high school even some of them are already getting married it's like i get it you're together spend the time go take adventures don't jump straight into i always tell people if if you want to get married Mm -hmm. then what's the rush right if you're going to be together the rest of your life anyway then what's the rush to sign the business contract to say that we're together it's official just to change the last name yeah you know um same here man i've had a couple friends that got married right out of high school they're all divorced already yeah. You know? Because you just got to ease into it. At living at home during high school versus leave, like moving out mm-hmm. and being married, completely different things. And it's Just like, moving out on your own for the first time right. is huge. Yeah. And then to add like a marriage on top of that, it's just like... Because now instead of just moving out and saying, this is my life, this is how like I'm going to run it, this is, okay, how I can take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Now you got to throw on, well, now I got to take care of this person. Yeah. How do I do that? Well, it's so important to have, like, just to find self. Mm-hmm. If you don't find self, then it's hard to find someone that you're compatible with because you don't even know who you are. Right. You know? And I'm not saying that you can't find that when you're with someone, mm-hmm. but it's a lot harder to, um, Cause you always when feel you're like, younger. Right. You, know? you always feel like you have to push it to someone if they're, if you're in something like that. Mm-hmm. You just gotta, you just gotta go through your emotions, live your life while you have it break away from mom and dad for a bit be you <laughs> and then yeah settle down into it it's a fun journey oh yeah you know I mean, it's you're born and you're in this mini tribe and it's like <laughs> that's like what you know right <laughs> okay. and that's what you learn from and that's kind of like your first example of normal and first example of, of how life is mm-hmm. or what you think life should be yeah and then you know you grow up a little bit you start going to school and you slowly but surely you kind of start distancing yourself from the family to kind of make your own self identity mm-hmm. but you're doing that well like the other group that you're hanging out with they're all doing that too yeah like they're all trying to find themselves mm-hmm. and so it's almost like as a kid you live like two lives like you live like your school life and you live your home life yep. and then school ends and everyone kind of goes their own way. I mean, you have people that, like, continue their education. You have people that... Just go straight into work. Straight into work. You have people that just still live with mom and dad. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, 
And it's so it's so interesting to see like one high school class and to see where everyone goes. Oh yeah, you know, because I, I always tell people like the when when uh people say like, you know I don't hang out with people from my high school that I went to school with. I'm like, well, you did that. You hung out with them because you had to see them five days a week. Yep. If you didn't have to see them five days a week, you probably would never have spoken to those people. Right. You know. But since you guys all had that experience together, you are, even if you don't talk still, you're still bonded. Because mm-hmm. you guys are all going through, like, adolescence together. Right. You know? But it's, it's such a weird journey, because you're starting off as someone with, like, their family, their little, their little pack, and then it starts expanding, and then you want to go find yourself completely and just distance yourself past, mm-hmm. past school for most people. You know, past high school, they want to really go find themselves. And then you just become, like, an accumulation of all that, you know? Right. Just kind of all your experiences have shaped who you are. And um... and what you, like, got out, what you decided to take out of those experiences. Right. Because you and me could go through the same exact thing, but it would mm-hmm. affect us completely different. Right, because it's a different perception on how we see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And perception's key. Perception's such key. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy to think like you both can look at the same exact thing, but you're not. People people watch the same event happen. Like that must be one of the most frustrating parts of the, like being a cop, like going to talk to people all saw the same exact thing, but they all have completely different stories, Mm -hmm. you know? And then it's like outside of like video footage. How do you even know? Right. And then you're just making your perception based off that video footage too just people i guess even in that end like with the cop just if like how do you know what to trust Mm -hmm. like people just telling the truth why is it so hard to just some people are fantastic liars oh yeah like incredible i'm terrible at it yeah (laughs) i show it really well yeah yeah i think there's cues that people can pick up on oh yeah you know, if you're blinking a lot, or if you like do the jittery, video. or don't look in, yeah, you know, so, oh, that sounded perfect. I'm busted. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But yeah, I mean, I I think in uh, in a lot of ways, people tell themselves, and that's why people that I, like always go for texting or any type of messaging. Yep. I just like have to question your your agenda because mm-hmm. I need to hear the voice. Like, I need to look in those eyes, like. You fucking with me? Look at those <laughs> beautiful eyes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, blues. Yeah. yeah. That could be why. Maybe people don't want don't have the energy to lie. <laughs> so Good. they just disappear. Live it your saves truth. me the trouble. Yeah. I mean live your truth, you right. know. People that don't live their truth, those are the people that end up being on my six hundred pound life. You know? That's very true. It's very true. Yeah. I mean, because then you just end up masking the emotions mm-hmm. <clears throat> masking those emotions that might have given you the jump start to do what you actually wanted to do right but you channeled them in a negative direction that mm-hmm. actually ended up hurting you more than it helped you you know it's always crazy on those shows when you see like their significant other oh yeah and, and they'll they, be like they're made yep I'm like, like you I, fucking signed up for that bro <laughs> like <laughs> shit I I get it like, they want to be supportive, mm-hmm. but you have to be supportive to a point. 
Like you have to let the well, you're really supporting them and you're enabling them to oh, yeah. take in so much. Right. You know? You have to know when to tell someone to stop. Yeah. When to step in. and Like, you're going to die. Right. You know? I mean, we're all going to die. But are you living the life that you... When you, you actually die and you look back, are you going to be happy with what you did with your right. time? Are you proud? Yeah. Or are you, uh, or, or are you not? Right. And, uh, yeah, I... I think maybe that stuff like hangs on to you, mm-hmm. you know, like your emotions at the end. Maybe that like hangs on and transitions into something else. Just trying to mask everything you feel though, and it turns into something negative. Mm-hmm. It takes over. There's no way to stop it. Dealing with shit is just just so much better. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it's interesting uh, to seeing folks like try to do everything but just solve the fucking problem. Oh yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Do everything that they can to try and avoid it. Everything but. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, the effort you put in trying to avoid it, you could have just knocked it out already. You could have finished it twice. Yeah. <laughs> just grab it by the balls and make it. Yeah. You got this. Absolutely. You've got this. <laughs> no, I mean, and then you have people like life coaches and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy that we have, like, that's an actual job. Yeah. Like we can't we can't just stay focused ourselves or keep control and manage our lives. We need other people to still watch over us mm-hmm. and tell us, "Okay, this is wrong." Yeah. Do this yeah. or just to help lead us in the direction instead of being so forceful, but it's crazy to think that we can't control ourselves. <laughs> Humans. Yeah, I mean, in some ways we can, in some ways we can't. Mm-hmm. You know. And I think a lot of it is just like, it just builds off momentum. Yeah. You know? Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to react the same way I would to something right now that I would in like a week. Oh, no. You know? No. It all comes off of timing, what you're feeling, what you've gone through up until that point. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> and then boom. <laughs> it's all there. Yeah, man. And then you start crying. <laughs> <laughs> crying or laughing? Let's try and take the laughing approach. Yeah. yeah. Same. Like, if someone gets nasty with me, it's like, I'd rather laugh it off. Oh, yeah. it's, when you engage someone in that negative conflict, there's no end in sight. Mm-hmm. Granted, if I start laughing at someone who's saying he's going to beat my face in, I, I think it's slightly better than crying. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I might still get my, my ass whooped. But... Yeah. Have you ever gotten your ass whooped? No. No. Well, me either. if you count wooden spoon... Yeah, like like parent shit, but yeah, <laughs> parent stuff. But no, I, I'm never. I'm the quiet guy. Yeah, say yeah. no. I mean, I've never gotten to a fight either. Mm-mm. It's just because like I'm not an asshole, right? I, like a lot of times people end up fighting because people are being assholes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the type of people you just stay away from. To yeah, with. like I I never try and surround my people with, myself with people who are overly loud and. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah. It's just, it's a silly concept. It's like, I never got the concept of that, of like fighting someone. So like, if you and me had opposing views on something, and it got so heated to the point that we physically hit each other, and then the fight's over, like, we haven't come to a resolution. 
Like, we're still in disagreement about well, what we're talking about. I feel that about. we did. Like, I'm right because I kicked your ass. <laughs> <laughs> or opposite. Like, oh, yeah, my, my way was right because I yeah. beat the shit out of you. But I always laugh when people fight and it's like, I have to, like, they have to take the shirt off. Yeah. It's like. That's a bro move. It's a bro move. Okay. Because that proves something. Yeah. <laughs> Look how big I am. Yeah, I know. You know? And, like, so, you know. How big someone is, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're good at fighting. No, they could be tiny, they could be yeah. really fast. And you know, if someone knows martial arts, I mean, you don't have to be all that big to to defend yourself. It's not what you have, it's what you do with it. Yeah. Life lesson. There you go. <laughs> I like that. Yep. Right on, dude. That's a good quote to leave it off on. That was awesome. I do like that quote. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. That might be the... Uh, Title of the episode. The title of it. Oh, oh boy. I made the title. You a genius, Tom. <laughs> That's good, though. Right on, dude. It's entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, well, thanks for coming by. Yeah. Um, third episode, Random Millennial Thoughts. Three. My boy, Dom. My boy, Steve. Yeah. Don't buy beats. No. They're, ter- <laughs> they're terrible. <laughs> Adios, bitches. Bye.